This is Garnet. Back together. The two of us ain't gonna follow your rules. Come at me without any of your fancy tools. Let's go, just me and you. Let's go, just one on two. Go ahead and try and hit me if you're able. Can't you see that my relationship is stable? I can see you hate the way we intermingle. But I think you're just mad cause you're single. You ain't gonna stop when we go together. We ain't gonna stay like this forever. You pray just a power, just to make you up. I will always be twice the gem that you are. What the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pot of Greed. The only uh, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by KaivaCorp. I am your host, as always, Dan. And, uh, some people have rigged our, rigged the HQ with explosives. Sartorius has. <laughs> I'm Audrey, a.k.a. Life is like a deck of dual monster cards. You never know what you're gonna get. Great. Uh, and I'm Argyle, a.k.a. my daddy and my mommy and my daddy and my <laughs> son. And, uh, this week we have a special guest with us. Would you care to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Patrick, a.k.a. Econoforce Zero, the, the jokester. Oh. Oh. Wonderful. Oh my god. Right. I'm just a the little jo- jokester. The jokester's trick. Mm-hmm. God, he really did do that. Uh... This is your first time on the show, Pat. Uh, Correct. You, you know you've you've been a member of the community for a while. You were, uh, of course, uh, Norm L. Man, I believe, in the Cup of Greed. Correct. As An well evil as man. Eve. <laughs> yes. Yes. Forget. Sometimes uh, so... I remember those good names and just laugh. <laughs> They're pretty fucking good. They're pretty, pretty good, good characters. Uh, w- would you care to like uh, lay out kind of your history with the the Yu Gi Oh franchise for us? Yep. So, like most people, I uh, I shouldn't say most people. Like most guests, I have memories of watching the original Yu Gi Oh and GX, um, both on four kids back when I was but a small child, um, and then maybe like six or seven years back. Um, one, it was one summer between college, I think. I'd been after that. Point is, at one point, there was a summer where I didn't have anything else going on. Um, Zexel was airing at the time, and I had been keeping up with that. I think I you said, mean you know Zale. Sorry, you're right. Zexel. Sorry. Z- <laughs> Zale uh, was airing, and I've been keeping up with that. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch all of Duel Monsters and all of GX and all of 5Ds. And I watched all of those over the course of a summer, and I retained almost none of it. Um, and yeah. I know that because as I, as I've been listening and watching along with GX, I remember like a lot of season one. I remembered uh, Tyranno, and that was about it. How could you forget um, Hasselberry? Yeah, it's impossible. No, no one can forget Dino DNA. Yeah, F- famously. So uh, this week we watched uh, episodes uh, one. Uh, I believe 169. Nice. 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 Uh, 170 and 171. Uh, and this week, and we're starting off with season one, episode 169. Nice. The price of decisiveness, the darkness in O'Brien's flame. That's a pretty cool, like a pretty wicked uh, mm-hmm. title. I gotta say, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good title for, in my opinion, a pretty good episode. Yeah. Was... No, it's it, this is a pretty good one. I like this. Okay. So these were three extremely dual heavy episodes. Yes. Um, which 
and which makes it sort of remarkable about how really dark all three of them got. Now I know, <laughs> I know that like this season wasn't dubbed because of five Ds coming out. Like I get that that it wasn't actually about the content of the season, but about Konami demanding. Uh, it's all product, you know, new- right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how they could have dubbed this one for kids. Yeah, this one's a little much. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm not yeah. sure how they could have dubbed this one, actually. <laughs> I mean, in season four, they had a whole thing about one of the characters getting war crimes done to them and and their brother getting killed. And in, in the dub, it was just, oh, they took Mikey. Yeah. They took Mikey. It could be but anything. Literally like a saw trap. Like, you gotta choose. Like, I don't know, man. And the we'll get into this, but there are some very They had the visceral... mask on the panes of glass at the top of the skyscraper in season two. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but they get sent to the Shadow Realm. Anyone who's, like, (laughs) dying in, like, a pretty ambiguous way is fine. But there is someone burning, screaming as they burn alive Mm -hmm. for a long time in these episodes. Yeah, it rules. In this episode. It does rule. It's it's Shadow Realm fire. It sends you to the Shadow Realm. That's right. That's (laughs) right. There you go. We we cracked it. Much Um, like the dark energy discs or the panes of, normal panes of glass that are also portals to the Shadow Realm. now, you say that, but they did actually blow up the building in this one. They did do uh, that, yes. They did. There were, there were those, many bombs. Those are dark energy bombs. Exactly. Um, this episode is a duel between uh, True Man and uh, O'Brien picking up basically exactly where it left off last, left up last episode. Um, my first note here is that they, they like get into they start dueling i don't have any notes before they start dueling but uh, immediately o'brien goes first and he gets um like a nice chunk lead with his uh volcanic deck and i do have one quick note sorry oh, yeah. uh before oh, the yeah, duel actually it. starts um actually two is one uh austin says something along the lines of uh this is the best way to exchange information when challenged to a duel, which, you know, wonderful, absolutely no better way to talk. Um, and also mm-hmm. something interesting is Austin records the entire duel. He has, like, a little camera yeah. on the front of his duel disc. Yeah. His mm-hmm. cool gun duel disc. I, I'm glad he has a camera. I, I also love uh, True Man just showing up as a bunch of kids. Uh, <laughs> of the same kid, specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this kid is, but... He's in the last episode. Yeah, okay. he was in the last one. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, they just start the duel. It's I was like, oh, damn it. We're just going right actually, into the duel. Now, now that Pat mentions it, um, that does sort of reframe the episode for me as found footage horror. <laughs> I, you know what? You're right. <laughs> this yeah, well, if, if the entire episode was shot from the little camera, it would be perfect. Yeah. God, that uh, the, cool. the end of it is like the Blair Witch Project. It's just who's holding the dual disc? Oh no! It's the the Scooby Doo Project. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, this duel lasts the whole episode. Unlike most episodes where you get like a bit of preamble before the duel, so they really got to stretch it. There's a lot of like kind of plotting in this duel. It's pretty boring for yeah, like the my, first my- half. My first note, though, was that, like, after O'Brien does it, so he gets his first, you know, the Volcanics are all about doing, um, like, 500, do- um, 500 attack point damage, basically, uh, through effects. And so he direct attacks Truman, and Truman, like, dissipates into the cards and comes back again. 
Which I think has happened before, but, like, I've never seen it so, like, I don't know, seen it so directly. And it's a really cool effect, actually, seeing him just, like, fall apart into cards and reform himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Dark Psycho Eye, whose uh, mouth just, they just have, like, a big, like, petal bulb that opens up and there's an eye in there. This jump scared Uh, me. (laughs) <laughs> legitimately so weird. i love it this was like a genuinely distressing john carpenter-esque horror moment i was like what the mm. fuck yeah i just have a note in my notes that just says eyeball yeah eyes eye i mean the the fucking yeah the pedal thing opens up and the eyeball looks at axel and he is sent directly to heaven immediately <laughs> where he meets yes. his father who is not dead mm. yes it he uh his father daddy uh, uh, is very clearly established to be, like, alive and retired and living in the mountains. Uh, but with he shows his, up in heaven regardless. With his mother, which is important yes. for the rest mm-hmm. of this episode yes. as well. Yes, his mother who is also alive. Well, don't spoil the twist. So, his dad's alive, but he's in heaven. So, like, uh, Axel immediately, like, clocks and says, Oh, this is, like, some trick that Truman's doing on me. Yeah, Mr. T is just I- acting like my dad. You're not my real dad. <laughs> really? Pat, did you watch the official Crunchyroll subs? Yes, I did. Okay, so I don't know if you guys had the same thing, but my fan subs adamantly refuse to say the word daddy. <laughs> no. He's clearly <laughs> saying daddy. He's saying yeah, the no, English he's... word daddy and mommy, and the yes. dad is saying my son. Yes. So, like, uh, there's no getting around that. <laughs> No, but they, they're like, my father and my mother, the only time that they use the actual word daddy and mommy, this up, and it's so funny because he's very clearly saying daddy and mommy, um, is when he's younger. They're like, <laughs> you're a small child, so you can say the words daddy and mommy now, but no, mm-hmm. no 16-year-old would do that. Like, okay. Absolutely not. Not only does it use daddy in the Crunchyroll subs, I took note of a specific line around this time, which is, if you're trying to trip me up by imitating daddy, you'll find it won't help you. Yeah. Which is just a really good line. Don't nort daddy. I do want to say, like, it's about this time that, like, the entire duel takes on a very surreal tone. Mm-hmm. And, like, something about just, like, the tone of, like, O'Brien acknowledging that it's like yeah that's not my father but i'm gonna talk to him like it's daddy um and like the music or whatever feels like very indie horror rpg to me Mm -hmm. like the music feels very surreal it made me think of like immediately actually the first thing i thought of was like mother Mm -hmm. oh Um, yeah um and then from that obviously things that were came from mother like off and uh mm. and undertailed to an extent extent yeah yeah um but uh yeah it's a weird surreal duel <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think something important to know is so after axel gets back from heaven with daddy um mr t just stays as daddy the whole time yeah yes and starts using his deck as well yeah yeah throughout the entire time austin is saying like you're not my real dad i know this don't gaslight me but he's also, like, using his dad's own lines and moves against him. So he's like, yeah. hey, you know, he's reminding him of the training he did with his dad up on the mountain where he, like, you know, told him to stay calm and, like, uh, in, like, a stressful situation and keep his emotions in check. Mm-hmm. This uh, is, like, 
the most interesting part of the duel to me because yes. Austin originally, like, immediately, like, as we've said, identifies, like, yeah, this is a trick. I'm not falling for it. And that ability to calmly analyze things and not get caught up in things ends up being his downfall, which is yes. so fascinating. Yeah, that is um, it's really interesting. That, that, like, for the first time, and it's, like, not about... It's not about trying to make the other person emotional. It's trying to be like, you're so cold and logical and you keep doing that. But are you making the right decision? Like, are you making the decisions that actually matter? And like, that is so interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, we get a hint at like what the big conflict is going to be when uh, Mr. T as daddy just says, oh, you killed your mother or like you let her die. Uh, and that that's kind of, We'll get to what is uh, that is actually about later, but we get a lot of just flashes here in between them just monologuing at each other about the same shit over and over. And mm -hmm. I, I got, yeah, this is when I got kind of bored was uh, when it was just like we'd be shown a few seconds of him and his dad like playing cards and then them talking at each other about nothing. And it was just like, okay, I get it. This episode dragged on a little bit. Uh, yeah, do do you want to skip to the matricide part of it? Yeah, pretty much. My next, my next fucking note is basically like, yeah, he remembers a car crash. That's like the first time that Mister T brings up his mom, uh, and then, and then I say, "Wow, this is boring." And then we get to yeah, where it actually kind of pops off. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Uh, I was about to say something, but then realized we already brought it up. Uh, like he he like shows his dad like. Or his dad shows him, like, this cool strategy, and then, uh, Daddy Truman, uh, does it. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, essentially then... there's one trap that negates direct attack damage, one that negates spells, traps, and battle damage, and one that does 500 damage for each pyro monster that, uh, Daddy discards from the top of his deck. So it's just, a, it's a cool combo that yeah. Mr. T is using that... Austin learned from his dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at one point, Axel has summoned, it's like Volcano Doom Lord or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is when Mr. T summons Volcanic Queen, right? Uh, and it starts screaming in pain uh, and kind of Axel sees it as his own mother, right? As Bobby. Um, and then we, yeah, we get the full story of what happened here. Uh, he was training with his dad up on the mountain one day. Uh, they finished up and, and went to meet uh, his mom. And when they were traveling back down the mountain in their car, they got in a, in a wreck. Uh, and as the, the car went up in flames, he only had enough time to save one of them. And he chose his dad. Yeah. Uh, and this is when Mr. T... <laughs> so Mr. T, yeah, he, he's, he says... And I don't know how true this is, but he says that the reason Austin chose to save his father was because he knew that his father had the skills he needed to learn to well, continue to yeah. survive. Yeah, well, before this happens, he, he activates a spell called the Unchosen One. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Just the, the fucking, oh like, God. guilt trip Axel. Just like, oh, you're, you have to pick one of the cards on your side of the field to survive, and I get the other one. Because you killed your mom. And he, he, of course, chooses the Doom Lord, not the Queen, which is his mom, to, to, to keep. So, Daddy gets the mommy card. 
And it's not mm-hmm. just like to be clear, it's it's not just guilt. Like if he had kept the mother the uh, volcanic queen card, he would have taken a thousand yes. points of damage yeah, at the end of the turn. Card. It was the rational choice to make in in the, right. in the moment. And yeah, and this is yeah, this is where it gets really interesting because yeah, Mr. T, T kind of lays it all out. Like in the moment, like we we don't really get confirmation from Axel himself if this is what he was thinking, but like if he had been following his father's teachings up to that point, in the moment of I have time to save one of these people in the in the car crash, the dad would be the rational choice because he uh, would ensure that uh, Axel survives using his his own skills. Right, mm-hmm. so like it is maybe the rational, the cold choice, but was it necessarily the right one? Uh, and, and that that's very interesting to uh, to me. Yeah, yeah and yeah, again, but- first of all, what I really love about this line, he's like, "You automatically read that on the card." He's like, "You read the card effects." Oh yeah, it's so it's so funny because it calls out how few people read card effects in the yeah, show. Yeah, it's it's always funny. Yeah, people just get shocked because they don't read the cards. So now right. we have somebody pointing out when somebody actually finally read a card when it showed exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you read the card effects. You saw they would do a thousand damage. You made the right the right logical choice, and he uses the word right choice. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can see that he's doing it in like a very needling. But did you? Yeah. Way. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, there's one other neat line in that uh, section where Mr. T says something along the lines of, you should have chosen to die along with both your parents instead of being forced to make that choice, mm-hmm. um, which I think is another interesting thing about that. You know, you made the correct choice, the cold choice, but you should have made no choice and, you know, just gone with your emotions and let both of your parents died and die along with them, which is a fucked up thing for Mr. T to say. It, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's until dawn rules. Sometimes doing nothing is the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, because he, he says, like, you were forced into making a choice that nobody should ever have to make. But you should have died with them. <laughs> have you considered that you should all be... I hope... <laughs> I wish I died. I wish we all died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm your dad. Uh, you should have killed me. You should have let me die and died with me, son. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Axel, like, tries to turn the duel around, but it fails horribly, and, uh, he, like, gets blown up in, like, this sort of, like, echoing of the car being on fire after it crashed. Yeah, we get a lot of flashing Uh, to him being a child, uh, mm -hmm. and being like, yeah, maybe I should have died with my parents, uh, and then he gets fucking vaporized. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, and rest in pieces to his duel disc. I yeah. was gonna say, Mr. T specifically smashes the dual disc, and I don't know if that was because he knew that Axel was recording or what, but, but R.I.P. We, we do get the horror found footage shot of, yeah. of the camera cutting out yeah. um, as as his foot comes down, which is good. Mm-hmm. I like the it. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, we cut to Axel's parents house or axel's dad's house where he's living mm-hmm. and yeah as it turns out his mom didn't die she's still yeah. alive uh they get, uh, they get a, they're reading a letter from their dear son about how much he wants to eat uh the mom's apple pie and in fact saving his dad was the right choice because he was the one who was able to go back in and save 
Save the mom, yes. The, save the mom, right? So, like, if he had saved his mother, his dad very well may have died. Mm-hmm. You know, who can say? But they all lived because of the choice he made. Uh, they're reading their letter from their son when someone's at the door. And it's Axel. Hey, or... he came over to visit sooner than we thought. He, he, he got here real fast. Uh, why are his eyes glowing blue? Don't, Don't worry, worry about, about it. it. <laughs> Anyways, their <laughs> eyes are glowing blue, too. Yeah. Uh, they, they realize this isn't their son. And they're like, who are you? And well, not, it, not even, no, not that this isn't their son. He, he fucking men in black mind wipes Axel from their memories and even from the photographs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you see, he's room. been. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh yeah. my God. You see, he's been eliminated from America's next top model. So his image has <laughs> yeah. now faded away from the photograph. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah uh, they, like, like the guy in the picture with Stalin, he is uh, no longer a person, mm-hmm. does not exist. And I should note, before he does that, he's talking to his mom and says, I still decided which one of you to save. In that moment, it was just as if I'd kill you. Such an awful boy has no right to be called your son. Which is just another very strong, oh, that's a Yu-Gi-Oh line, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, good luck with that, four kids. But he's um, he's twisted when he says it. Yeah. Maybe it's okay when he's twisted. But like I said, there's there are some things that they'd have to really come up with some excuses for or just acts entirely shadow realm shadow realm yeah shadow realm. it's easy yeah yeah just just say the shadow realm or the dark realm it's just that easy we'll just we'll just go in photoshop we'll turn the flames like purple or something it'll be fine yeah uh <laughs> that's right we'll turn them into spooky mist mm-hmm. Jaden's running through domino city trying to trying to call axel on his like little cell phone uh, and he says, hey, I'm right here. And then he runs into, uh, Axel, and then another Axel, and then three more Axels show up. He's just sort of cornered, and their eyes are glowing blue, uh, and that's where we end this episode. It's a good episode. I liked it. Um, there, there's yeah. one other thing I want to mention, uh, because I was mm-hmm. watching this with a friend who brought this up. Which is, uh, Truman has this whole thing about, you know, discarded cards and cards people don't care enough about. Um, and Austin specifically says his dad's retired. And so my friend mm. brought up, does that mean that the reason Truman can use daddy's deck is because daddy is retired and not using that deck anymore, aka is mm. abandoned? Um, which oh. is definitely not anything the writers thought about, but it's kind of a neat little, mm. you know. I like that. Interesting. Could be. Maybe they did. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe you're not giving them enough credit. You know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, that that sounds right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, do we uh, want to talk about video's game? want to start us off i know you have a good one yeah yeah um so uh i have of course always been playing final fantasy 14 but there's one other game that i really want to talk about this week that i started playing uh it is called namco high uh so uh in the early 2010s a whole bunch of uh 
webcomic writers were hired by uh, Namco to create a comedy uh, visual novel uh, where you could uh, date uh, various uh, various uh, Namco characters of increasing levels of obscurity. Uh, one of these people was Andrew Hussey, the, uh, sure the uh, author oh, of no. Homestuck. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so in addition to uh, characters like, let me look, let me think, list off some of these, because they are, they are obscure. Like, you can date uh, uh, Albatross from Rolling Thunder, or uh, 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 Tyra from Genpei Tomaden, and you can also date uh, uh, Dave Andrew Sprite. <laughs> no, uh, Dave Sprite, yeah. Dave yeah. Sprite's there. You can also date the ship <laughs> from Galaga. Oh yes, the ship from Galaga is there too. Is Vriska in it? I felt like Vish- no. Vriska was in it. Okay. No, uh, Terezi's in it. Yeah. Yeah, the three Homestuck characters are Terezi Pyro, Jane Crocker, and Dave Sprite. But, like, a whole bunch of people were involved in this. It's really wild looking at all the names in here. Like, we've got Gigi Detru, uh Tyson Hess, uh, Omocat, Brian uh, uh, Clevenger... It's kind of wild how many uh, people are in here. And uh, they they all, like, collaborated on this. Now, there's one very important thing about Namco High and playing it, which is it's not, on, it's not online anymore. They took it off. They, they like, cl- shut down the servers or whatever after the uh, project that led to uh, Namco High, Shifty Look, uh, failed. Uh, however... There is a fun little uh, thing you can look up called the uh, Homestuck, un- the unofficial Homestuck collection, which is a uh, an archive of Homestuck as well as several other Homestuck adjacent projects. Uh, in a, it is a big, it is a big program you download. Well, not even big; it's like two gigs. Uh, it is a program you download onto your computer. You run it. And you get a little browser where you can read the comics, as well as other stuff. And one of the things that the collection includes is Namco High. So I've been going through that. I, I've kind of been putting it off for a little while, but I, st- I started playing again some more earlier this week. Uh, I'm currently doing uh, Blue Max's route. Uh, Blue Max is, uh, I believe, one of the... Uh, one of the character, one of the like player characters from Sky Kid. Uh, he's like this. Uh, he's this uh, bluebird. He's a. He's a. He's like a military history nerd who's like. Uh, he gets bullied, uh, and he's trying to build like a secret project to build a super plane, aka secret project super plane. Uh, I am pursuing this route because. A good friend of mine who is currently in the hospital uh, uh, was always a fan of uh, the character in his route, and like uh, I've, I, fig- I always figured if I want, if I ever got to play Namco High, I would do this guy's route. Uh, so, yeah, I've been doing that. I will probably do more routes. I'm really interested in Lolo's route, which is uh, Lolo is a character from Klonoa Two, uh, and like. The route is, like, very reflective of the nature of, like, what happens after the end of a Klonoa game. 
I'll probably do Dave Sprite because Dave Sprite gimmick is that he's aware of the fact he's in a video game. And, like, when you talk to him, he just, like, gives you, like, and he talks less to... He He's, like, kind of talking to the player character, who, by the way, is, like, one of the uh, cousins of the uh, Prince of All Cosmos. He, he sort of, like, tells you what to do. It's very uh, meta-narrative. He's very, like, dismissive of visual novels. It's interesting. And, like, the cousin who is, like in this conversation, doesn't really understand what he's talking about. It's neat. That's it for me. Uh, actually, I for Um, uh, Patrick, you go next, uh, since usually it's the guest that goes first. Yep, no worries. Um, I've been playing a lot of games. I'm trying to think. I've been playing a lot of the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I'm finally yes. the fifth case <laughs> of uh, game one. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I've had it for months and months now, and it's a game that I've been meaning to play and just haven't gotten to because I need to be in like the right mindset to play an Ace Attorney mm-hmm. game. Um, but I finally started that, and I'm enjoying it a lot. I really like Herlock Holmes. Um, I really uh, like the deduction minigame, yes. whatever you want to call it. Um, it's a fun little gimmick. Uh, I just finished Axiom Verge 2 the other day. That's another very good game Ooh. that I had been putting off playing. Uh, you know what more Metroidvanias need? A second, smaller Metroidvania inside <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, it has very little to do with the original Axiom Verge and is very different in a lot of ways. Um, like, it doesn't have any guns as opposed to the original Axiom Verge, which had like oh. 30 or something. <laughs> had a ridiculous number of different guns that were, you know, maybe six of them were worth using. Um, and this one has a lot more melee focus, and you have like a boomerang type projectile weapon, but it's a lot more melee focused, and the story is completely different, other than they still both have to do with this other world breach area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a good game. I, I beat it. I am working on 100%ing it. Um, it's uh, it's good. It has it has a skill tree. That's the other thing more Metroidvanias oh. need are skill trees. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a fun. It's a it was a fun time, um, and the one other game I've been playing a ton of is Monster Hunter Rise, um, nice. because a friend got me into that, and I have been doing all of the post not just post game but post uh, DLC, post game DLC. Okay, stuff. so yeah, you've done Sunbreak as well. Okay. Yes, I've done all of Sunbreak. I nice. actually just the other day finished doing going back and doing all of the regular quests in the base game. So I've done all of the, like, requests, like, optional, like, requests, do this and get a special item things. I've done all the low-rank quests, all the high-rank quests, all the village quests, and all of the follower quests from the DLC. Um, Because I like to just play that game when I'm listening to podcasts or whatever else. Mm. Yeah, it's a great podcast game. Yeah, it's it's good. I usually use Dual Blades or Hammer. First in a while, I played Monster Hunter Try okay. on the Wii in like high school, um, mm-hmm. and I have fond memories of that. I played uh, Bowgun in that, um, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now I've been doing either dual blades or hammer, depending on what I'm going with. Yeah. If I'm playing with friends, ha- hammer fucking rocks, and yeah, dual blades it's... are also quite good. Yeah, they're, um, they're both. Bowgun is fun. like, I mean, I don't know what it was like on the Wii, but it is. I'm pretty sure it's better now. 
I can only hope. I remember specifically, um, what are they? Delex, the little like sand shark, like not even like mm-hmm. big monsters, but the little monsters. Those were a nightmare in Monster Hunter Try with the bow gun because they just move fast enough that it's oh, very nice. hard to like get a hit shot them. on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's those. That's kind of mostly what I've been playing. Nice. Yeah, that's a good set of games to be playing. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go next? I can go. It's either me or you, Argyle, so. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, while I was away on a trip, um, I brought my snitch with me, and I put a few more hours into Breath of the Weath. Um, and oh, now yeah, I'm it's back. like tweeting about it. <laughs> and now I'm back, and I'm like, I should actually play this for real, and Jesus Christ, it is kicking my ass. It's a good game. <laughs> Um, it is a good game. I don't think <laughs> I've ever enjoyed a game that I've had such a difficult time playing. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. As much, uh, um, as much as uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is, but everything kills me so quickly. I am mm-hmm. <laughs> a small baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've really uh mastered it but uh the combat gets a lot easier once you know how to use the like dodge mechanic so you can activate witch time and just fucking wail on shit all day yeah i need to what i really need to do especially now that i wanna that i have some money because i spent an hour mining (laughs) um Uh. that i have some money because i was like I think the most I ever had at one point was like 400 rupees. So, mm, you know, Max mm. was like, go to Hebra and do the the bowling mini game. It's like, buddy, <laughs> I can't get to Hebra because I don't have 2100, <laughs> the 2100 rupees I need to buy the armor to get to mm, Hebra. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but then I just mined for an hour and now I have like over 5,000. So. Drill tweet of a, about the, please somebody help. Budget, right, my family's but... dying, but you're spending all your rupees on fucking arrows. Yeah, it's all arrows. <laughs> use, all arrows. Use less arrows. No. <laughs> no, I have boss fights I need to do <laughs> that are like only possible with arrows. I just finished Vasruda, Varuda, mm-hmm. and like I literally, I had to like I tried it once, died. Had to go back to. One of the towns buy more arrows. Oh god! And then go back again because Flame Ganon or whatever it was, I could never like I would get him down, but by the time I was actually at him again, he was up again. So it's mm-hmm. like, all right, fine. I guess I'm just gonna shoot you with a bunch of arrows. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So now, but like. I'm at the point now where I really want to get the ancient armor, so I really got to get good at the um, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I get the perfect. Yeah, the perfect parry. Uh, So that's sort of like my next project is a getting good at perfect parry and b actually finding enough guardians to like get the ancient materials, Um, so I can do some more of the side stuff. It is like by far the most open world game i've ever played um probably well that's not true i played skyrim mm. um mm-hmm. skyrim's pr- pretty open world um yeah famous for it <laughs> yeah um but like skyrim i have the same issue where i actually prefer a more linear more focused, game yeah yeah mm. a more linear game i appreciate the idea of like i appreciate side quests and all that 
Um, but I find something like Breath of the Wild to be a bit overwhelming. Um, yeah, for sure. And I'm like not, and you get so many side quests so early, it's hard to know like what you're actually qualified to do. Yeah, especially <laughs> with the DLC, point, you get a lot of shit. All yeah. So, and it's like, it's like, you know, how am I supposed to know that I'm not supposed to do this until, you know, another 20 hours into the game? Yeah. Um, that I'm not supposed to be able to handle this until another 20 hours into the game. So it's a little, like, my preferred version of, like, open world, quote unquote, is something like Assassin's Creed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> where it's, like, there's still, like, and again, like, there are the main quests. Like, I do know eventually where I'm, I'm going to go. It's just, like... It's so much. Yeah, you have a pretty simple set of like main objectives. And I'm I'm looking at my map and there's so little of it filled out and I'm like mm-hmm. criminy. Um So Are you gonna get all the Korok seeds? <laughs> oh Do you know how many I got Korok one today. Are? I got my third one today. And oh no. You need more. I know, I know I'm aware. Um, there's nine hundred of them. <laughs> or maybe I already had some. You trade them in for stuff, right? You get, you get, you unlock more inventory slots with them. Okay. So you can hold um, more weapons and shit. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I did or not. I, I think it might just be my third one. But, you know, like some of them are really obvious. You know, this one was, there was a rock next to a hole. Mm-hmm. Put the rock like, in okay, the hole. Like, yes, I got it. Korok seed, here I come. Do, do, do. Um, yeah. I really don't. I really don't want to do the the um, archery ones. I know I have to, but I really don't want to do the archery ones. You're using enough arrows as it is. <laughs> I'm so... I know. Please. I'm so broke. Please. <laughs> I went into the store and to buy more arrows and I opened up my wallet and just a big moth came out. Please. Yeah, my family is dying. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it, it is a very good game. It's just like, I, I kind of feel like that Mr. Krabs meme. Of like with the circling around him, like the dizzy <laughs> Mr. Krabs mm-hmm. meme when when I'm like presented with as many choices as I am right now and mm-hmm. with as little of the map as I filled out right now. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I think like that's the big thing for me is that like you know I'm I'm trying to look at guides for some of the missions and it's like yeah you should go to Heber you should go to Rody Village and I'm like that is like twice as much map as i have right now <laughs> getting to those places so yeah like I, I don't know what to tell you but yeah that's me i've been playing breath of the wild <laughs> nice uh on to me I'm, I'm gonna try and keep it short uh i've been playing final fantasy uh i did a fit check already i've already uploaded the pics into the scheduling channel look at it i made a halloween costume look at him look at him isn't he great Ooh. great wait one second already already put in advance yeah. Hell yeah. Fantastic. I, I have seen this costume many times, both Well, yeah, of course, because I, I stream the, the game a lot and because I, I wore it for the entire month of October, so. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the fishnets are very choice. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's part of, like, a, a, a like, Playboy bunny set. Uh-huh. It's the only way you can wear fishnets, so, yeah, that's, put, put those on. It, fortunately, it does get rid of the bunny tail whenever you're wearing a top that covers it. So, didn't have to deal with that. Why don't you want a tail? You're already a well, I'm a vampire. Anyways. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, vampires can't have tails. I remember. Yeah, obviously. Anyways, uh, I also have. I think last time. I don't think I've talked about it since last time I talked about video games on the show. Uh, 
I played the Castlevania Advance Collection as part of my just oh, ongoing playing as many Metroidvanias as I can thing. Um, so that is Circle well, of the Moon, yeah, that would be Harmony a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, that that's, I I did all the Metroids. Got to move on to the other part of the the to the Vanias. Mm-hmm. So that Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow. Circle of the Moon sucks dick. Didn't like it. Uh, Harmony of Dissonance. It's all right. It's it's a lot like Symphony of the Night, but not as good. It's it's like a low res Symphony of the Night. It kind of rehashes a lot of the same ideas, um, and very obviously cribs from it aesthetically. Um, although it does have some fun ideas, I, I like the magic system in it uh, quite a bit. It ties into the, into the sub weapons in a way that none of the other ones did. So that's fun. And then Aria of Sorrow. Is great. It's it's pretty outstanding. It's pretty close to Symphony of the Night in terms of quality, and it's amazing that they were able to make this on a Game Boy Advance. Um, like a lot more environmental uh variety than the previous two games. Uh, goes in a, in a way different direction with the way it handles the magic system. Like now you get your abilities from enemies. Like every single enemy in the game has a unique ability that or like boost that it can drop. And you can just swap them out on the fly instead of having this sub weapon system where it's like you get you can get like one or two crosses in the entire game, and if you accidentally drop it off the screen, well, good luck, buddy. You're gonna have to deal with like the fucking dagger until you get something better. Um, yeah, it, uh, those are good. Check out Ario Sorrow and maybe Harmony of Dissonance, and definitely don't do Circle of the Moon. It's bad. But uh, yeah, I'm sound I'm of gonna, the summer. And I've also been playing uh, Axiom Verge the first, not the second one. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that uh, number two is good because I'm quite enjoying one. So I'll, yeah. I don't know if I'll go right into two afterwards, but it's definitely on the list. I've been meaning to replay it now that I've played two. So glad to nice. hear that one still holds <laughs> up. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's, it's definitely like, wow, th- this sure is a Metroid game. And it's good. It's good for it. it it's it's one of the. It, it's I, I like all the different beams. There's maybe too many. I don't. I don't. There's a lot of them that I never use, but they're neat. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a good game. Check it out. Axiom Verge. Anyways, that's it for me. Let's let's get out of the video game section. I think we've been going for like twenty minutes yeah. on this. Um, but before we can truly leave, we have to thank our ten dollar patrons. Okay, uh, thank you very much to our $10 patrons, uh, Daniel Kalaskis, Kabuto's Burning Blunt, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Protoge, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis, Eruviru, and Draven. Wonderful, thank you. Thank you for the money. Thank you. We are very grateful. Thank you. All right, so now we move on to episode 170. That is, hold on a second. Uh, Sayo returns, or Sartorius returns, the decisive power of absolute destiny. Uh, this time around, uh, or we're picking up where we left off. Jane's been surrounded by a bunch of axles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is rescued by a truck with a guy. Oh, hold on, a- before, the, before that happens. They they do try to like do the like hypnotizing eye flash oh, right. on him, but he goes U bell mode. It doesn't work. Yeah, uh, yeah and they, I, and I have he, written he down. Just, 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have written down Jaden can't be gaslit because of his heterophobia. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Absolutely. So he just hits the bricks uh, and runs, and then he gets surrounded by clones of himself, which uh, are all like, okay, well, we're not going to let you go anywhere, and because we're all you, we're going to challenge you to a duel right now. Uh, and then, yes, this is when he gets rescued by the truck. Go, go ahead, Dan. Yeah. A truck shows up, uh, running over these uh, Jadens. Driving it is a mysterious person in a uh, motorcycle outfit, purple and white. Uh, they get out the back using a motorcycle. Thank God there's motorcycles here. I was gonna say I I couldn't wait till five Ds, so I'm glad I'm glad I got my fix. Yeah, they don't play any card games on this motorcycle. I, look, no. I, I I didn't say it was fully feeding my fix. It's you know, we're halfway there. Just that little, it's yeah. a, it's that little little push I need to to, mm-hmm. to tide me Keep over. Keep me sated. So it's, it's, yes. Exactly. It's a little it's a little snack. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, I I do want to note that uh, the motorcycle driver does uh practice uh road laws by ensuring that Jaden his uh passenger has a helmet. Uh. That being uh, but, said, when they were uh, driving the truck, they did run over the fake Jadens. So yeah. I'm I'm not super familiar with where that falls under road law. Um, I think it's bad. I don't think you're supposed to do that. But yes, helmet helmets is much more important. Mm-hmm. They they get away. They take off their helmets, and who else would who would you expect to be under that? But Sartorius. Oh, I was just mm-hmm. think I love this look. It's a good look. Yeah. I was just gonna say that uh, as they motorcycle away from the van, uh, they do bl- or they do just blow up the van and destroy all the Jaden clones oh, in the explosion. Right. Oh, yeah. But they they do also. Hey, this is literally the Matrix. Mm-hmm. This is they all reform and then they all turn into Truman. Hey, do you think there's something about Elementor Hero Neos? Hmm. Hmm. What if Neos wore a big black leather trench coat and sunglasses? Play man in a, with a 40 into the corpse basket. We've already done two different simulation stories. Three, actually, now that I think about it. Four? How many times has Yukio How many times have we been trapped si- in the VR zone? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, it, uh, this, this shot in particular is just like, oh, it's Hugo weaving. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is, like, this is literally the Matrix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get to the Kaiba Court building. It's Sartorius. Uh, everyone in, in Domino City has, has befallen the darkness disease. Hasn't uh, Domino City suffered enough? This is like living in Gotham at this point. Yeah, and this like, isn't even like their move. primary target. <laughs> As he reveals, Mr. T doesn't even fucking care about this. He wants to go to Dual, Ac- Dual Academy. <laughs> I have mm. I have a hot new theory that Kaiba goes to the ancient Egyptian afterlife, not to duel attempt, but to kick his ass for saddling him with whatever fucking curse that he has <laughs> following all of his projects now. Yeah, he got the mummy's curse. Uh, uh, meanwhile, in Duel Academy, something's going on. There's just a whole bunch of fake students. Uh, we, we, we're not really clear on it right now, uh, but uh, we'll get to it later. A bunch of them have the darkness disease. Already. Yeah. It's too late. Mr. Mm-hmm. T's already here. Presumably. Yeah. yeah, he's already here. It now Sartorius uh wants to duel Jaden and get his power. 
Uh, not not yet. First, um, he does at at the ground floor outside of the building. Uh, he's like, "Hey, uh, Mister T might have infiltrated your deck. Can I can I see your deck? Make sure there's no darkness in it." Uh huh. Takes... Here's the jokester's trick. <laughs> jokester's trick. Mm-hmm. Jaden Jaden gives gives the deck over, and he's like, "Yep, nope, you're all set. Here's your deck back. You've been yeah. Fooled. I I did miss that Literally. bit and was very confused when it got brought back later on. Oh no, I uh, I knew it when the jokester's when the Joker's trick comes to fruition. And then Sayo says, uh, "Oh yeah, we need to get up to the uh, helicopter the pad. Yeah, helipad. Yeah." I was so sad about this because they they seem to be getting on really well actually. Yeah. And I was just really like sad that he was just being nice. That it all goes into shitter in a minute. Yeah, they they get up to, up to the like the top floor, which happens to have a dueling arena in it. Who'd have thunk? And Sartorius turns around. And he's like, "Hold on, there actually is no helicopter. We're not going to the helipad. I'm dueling you right here, and you can't leave because I have." Uh, put a million bombs inside of this building, and if you even move one step from where you are right now, this second, they'll all explode and kill you and me and everybody else. So don't don't go anywhere. Is you know I'm looking at this arena and I'm like wondering, I can't remember where did Yugi and Kaiba duel back in the very first duel of Duel Monsters. It wasn't Death Tea. That that got dummied out. No, uh, it was it was the Kaiba Court building. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It this would have it would have been really good if they brought back the big uh the big stands to to like put your cards in, but that's not in this one. They've got dual discs. Kaiba removed those years ago. Yeah, he he doesn't uh, care for those things. Obsolete. Mm-hmm. It's obs- it's obsolete. Uh and at first it's like, oh no, he's been turned by Mr. T as well. But no, actually, as it turns out, he's doing this more or less of his own volition. Uh, he has not been infected by the darkness, but they are holding Mizuchi hostage. Remember Mizuchi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I didn't. I completely forgot about her. I is so much that I don't even know what her name in the dub was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could look, but I'm not going to dig through all those Serena. Notes. Serena, that's right. It, uh, for, for those of us who don't remember, Mizuchi uh, is Sayo's sister. Yeah. Uh, I, I, she got sent to the... She put herself in the cloud to help save... Help out Jaden in season two. That's right. And then she got taken out at the end of season two, uh, just conveniently. Don't and, worry about it. And then they became normal people, which is a big part of this. Uh, yeah, but now Mr. T has sent her to heaven, and she's in, in hostage mode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, but literally this time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about, we've talked about going to heaven a lot in this episode. <laughs> Mr. T has literally sent her to heaven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get your game on. It's time for a duel. Sartorius is, as you would expect, using Arcana Force. Uh, and it, and it goes about as you would expect at first, you know, he, he gets, a he doesn't quite win on his like tour of death or whatever the card is called. Uh, tour of rebirth, I think. Yeah. Tour of the reaper. Uh, um, the thing he did when he was messing around with Judai's deck before though, was putting, um, the fool 
into it. Yes. Um, which has which, an insane effect that it does not have in the actual card game. It's, yeah, it's whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but, which is, like, also, like, it is a shitty thing to do. Like, Judai calls him out on it. So he activates a trap card. Where he's like, I get to name a card. And if you have it in your deck, it gets summoned. And I'm named a fool. Mm-hmm. And Judai's like, well, that's stupid. I don't have the fool. Yeah, what of course. The fuck? I don't play that archetype. <laughs> Yeah, oh. and then he's like, "Oh, are you sure? Check your you check your deck for like weird darkness vibes." Yeah, I think you'll find someone the fool is in there. Was it Weevil or S? Was it Weevil who did this trick in season one, or was it Rex Raptor? I I remember this something like this happening. I feel like in it was Duel Rex Monsters. Raptor. I think it. I, I'm pretty sure it was Dinosaur versus Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, yeah, so he does it, and like Jedi calls him out of it, being like, "That's really shitty of you," um, basically. And you know, Sayo's response is, "Yeah, I'll do anything to win for Mizuchi." Um, but I think the more interesting part of it is that Judai didn't realize it was there because Judai's whole character is about being in such connection with his deck that for him to like not notice that there's this other card here. Maybe I'm looking too much into it, but, like, that indicates something, like, a larger struggle with Judai to me than just this duel. Perhaps. I didn't... I mean, it could be. I don't know. Fuck. I was thinking during this duel, it'd be really funny if the duel couldn't start because Judai already had 60 cards in his deck. (laughs) It doesn't. He has a 40-card deck. But it'd be really funny if... Uh, the dual disc was like, yeah. "Wait, you have sixty-one cards." Yes, yeah, no, not no, no, not not allowed. Can't well, can't actually, let you duel. What's up with that? It, what would be more interesting, what we don't actually see for some reason, if the duel couldn't start because Sayo only had a thirty-nine card deck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because that of that. Be yeah. So what the fool does on Judai's side is insane. Like there, there, there's simply no way. There's simply no way. But what it does is it um cannot be it has zero attack points. It cannot be destroyed in battle. It cannot be switched to defense mode. And it allows Sayo to choose whatever result he wants. Um on, from, on his own Arcana Force cards. On yeah. his on his own Arcana Force cards. And in combination with uh Tor of the Reaper. And one other card is it Tor of the Reaper or is it something else that it's uh, something prevents... like that 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 prevents no, 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 no. from summoning on his yeah own. so and then there's one other card that also prevents him that uh, stops the fool maybe it's the chariot when he summons that from being affected by oh, no it's, that it's is the fool that is part of the fool's yeah, effect yeah, I think it's oh just it is the part fool. That, yeah. that, oh my god yeah so he can't be destroyed in bottle and it also can't be affected by. Traps, magic cards, or card effects from Sayo's side. Uh, um, from Judai's side. From Yeah, from Jaden's side. Oh, right. But it can be... Right, or okay, At least not right. on Jaden's turn. It gets a little muddy. Um, no, that's 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 uh, Tor of the Reaper, which says right. that he can't summon on, on, on his own turn. Because Judai uses that to summon on... on Sayo's turn, but yeah, so it can't be it can't be destroyed in battle, and it's and Judai can't do anything to it with uh, his own spells, traps, or monster effects. That's it. right, exactly. It's it's stuck on his field. When as long as it's stuck on his field, then 
Sayo can. He just can't choose. do anything, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, Sayo could. Sayo could theoretically get rid of it, but why would he? Yeah. It's free real estate. It's hey, I get to control destiny again. Remember when I could do that? That was fun. Hmm. Yeah. So Sart- Sartorius has him pretty firmly over a barrel, uh, and that's kind of where the episode ends. Yeah. It's just we have the ultimate combo set up. The yeah. the this ultimate combo whichever number of ultimate combo this is, like the 20th one that we've seen over the course of the show. This one's a pretty gnarly one though, I'm going to say. It is. Yeah. Like, this is a... it's because these cards are cheap as hell, particularly the fool. Mm-hmm. But it is a pretty gnarly one. Like this is pretty yeah. ultimate. I mean, the one other thing is it does require you to cheat. You do just yeah. have to put the fool or, in your or, opponent's or deck. You, you would otherwise have to do something pretty convoluted to get him to play yeah. the fool. Yeah. So he, I mean, he, there the are... easier route of just cheating. Yeah. I mean, there are other cards that allow you to summon monsters to your opponent's side, but mm-hmm. they're not a specific. I think the point there is that they're not Arcana Force cards, so Sayo wouldn't use them. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not as characterful if he doesn't like cheat it in Jaden's deck that doesn't show his, you know. Uh, how ruthless he's, he is going to be in trying to win and how yeah and he is also referring to himself as a fool this entire time like that mm-hmm. that i think is like an important thing that mm-hmm. sai is like i'm the true fool or whatever um i think that i think that comes later oh well yeah he says i think it for a few now he's times. calling Jaden the fool or maybe Whatever, there's a lot of fool- foolishness going on is the point. Mm-hmm. Very Francesca von Karma over here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, episode 171. The final stage of destiny, Magma Neos versus the Dark Ruler. We pick up where we left off. The duel's going. Uh, uh, he's like, he, he like has this moment of realizing like, oh, I know what strategy I could use. And... He like sets some cards. They continue dueling. Uh, so Torigo kind of at- explains that like since he was um, he lost his vision, his ability to see the future after his final boss battle at the end of season two, right? Uh, he thought that you know after all that time, maybe him and his sister would be able to lead a normal life, and he did have some sort of peace. You know, he wasn't battling or dueling anymore. He's but also, capital of- his inability to see the future did uh, give him capital A anxiety. I was saying he's capital S, capital N, so normal about being normal. Mm-hmm. Yes. He does not like, he's not enjoying it as much as he thought he would. Uh, so even even before he, he went evil light mode, uh, him and his sister were seen as outcasts because of their weird abilities. Uh, and... Now that he's lost his weird abilities, he's uh he's not enjoying it so much either. Mm-hmm. So he he kind of he had a taste of power and he kind of wants it back. And it seems he maybe wasn't fully purged of the light corruption. I'm not completely uh, well. Clear this on that is point. explained to us by the ghost of Mizuchi who shows up yes. here now. <laughs> um, so Mizuchi comes down from heaven, literally. Again, cannot emphasize enough how literal all of this is. She's dead for real. Um, Comes down from heaven. She's been trying to reach her brother, but, like, because he's a twisted psychopath, um, she can't, like, get through to him. Sartorius can't come to the phone right now. (laughs) Right. He's dead. Um, She reaches out to Judai instead, and Judai has this whole conversation with her where she's like, listen, he's fucked up, but... 
Like, you gotta beat him. Like, that's the only way you can save him. And and Judai's like, well, what about you? And she's like, don't worry about it. And it's like, parentheses, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, And Sayo specifically can't see Mizuchi during this, t- this entire exactly. time where Jaden is talking to her. Yeah, because when Jaden calls out Mizuchi's name, when he realizes who it is, Sartorius is like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, Mizuchi, he gets pissed. Where? He gets pissed off. He's like, you're just trying to fuck with my head. Like, mm-hmm. play, like play just play the duel and like judai's like okay i can't like deal with you right now because your dead sister is in front of me um, hey, i'm on the phone right now can you hold it just a minute <laughs> yeah. uh pause 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 um yeah she's like anyway i'm gonna go now bye and fades away and judai sort of like gains some resolve but all this yeah all this is explained by mizuchi who's just like yeah mm-hmm. no he thought he wanted to be normal but he didn't he wanted he like he just wants more power and like getting beaten by you a second time is the only way to like erase all of the sins of our past, basically. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at Duel Academy, uh, the other main characters are just, uh, they're like going over like their, their like duels sheets and like the list of all the students and like things are getting weird. There's, there's, like, people missing. They should have dueled enough people by now to just pass. What's going on? But, yeah, but they can't remember dueling people or, like, they remember there being a duel. Like, they definitely did a duel, like, yesterday, but they don't remember who it was. The, the the like, room that they're in, like, the courtyard area is a way emptier than it seems like it should be. Uh, so nobody really knows what's going on, but they realize that something's fucky right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hasselberry has gone out into the woods to look for Sorno. I don't know who Sorno is. I assume he's from a previous episode. He's from the last episode as well. Yeah. Uh, he Sick. was the last person to get got by uh, Truman. Yeah. And he just sees Sorno like being weird and dark and roller skating through the woods. Psycho-mantising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like fading in and out and saying, put your pent- controller on the ground. <laughs> I'll move it with my mind. Uh, meanwhile, back in the duel, uh, Sartorius has played a card called uh, like Sewing of the Fool or something. Me reaping, me sewing. Or me yeah, do you get reaping, it? Etc. Yeah. Um, which makes him he targets a monster and then divides its attack points by 300 and then however much the number is Jaden has to discard that many cards so if he does it on the chariot which has 1700 that's five don't count the remainder uh he has to discard five cards so not only is he just going to kill Jaden with his unbeatable combo he's also going to mill out his deck so Jaden can't even really stall at this point um Jaden does manage to pull off a pretty sick combo because while he can't, while the uh, the the Reaper's Tor card prevents him from summoning on on his own turn, he can also summon on Sartor. He can summon on Sartorius's turn. So when he goes to attack, he summons Wing Karibo and then upgrades it to Wing Karibo level ten, uh, which destroys both of Sartorius's monsters and deals that their attack points as damage to him. But the thing about that is. Uh, he can just play more monsters, and Jaden still can't summon anything. So we're kind of back to square one. And Wing Karibo uh, is sent to the graveyard at the end of that turn. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the thing about level 10. Yes. Yeah, it is sent back to the graveyard. So the Fool is still here. 
Sartorius's two monsters were destroyed, but then he summons two more monsters and then summons EX, Arcana Force EX, the Dark Ruler. So he's in an even big better boy. position than he already was. Yeah, big boy. Mm-hmm. The largest. Uh, so Jaden's uh, about to die, basically. Uh, and he pulls some shit out of his ass now, right here. It, it's some real sicko shit. It kind of rules. It doesn't make a ton it's of sense, cool. but it's pretty cool. I did clap a little bit like a train seal this <laughs> sequence of, of Yeah, cards. this is a pretty good, like, unraveling of, of this strategy here. I, I, I like this a lot. Yeah, by using trap cards, basically. So Dark Ruler, Dark Ruler has 4,000 attack points, and, you know, is attacking the Fool, again, because it's the only thing that... Uh, Judai can have summoned, but he uses a trap card um, to special summon uh, and uh, because he can, because it's Sayo's turn, and summons um, Miracle Flipper. Yes, I love this little guy. Uh, which we've seen once before, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And Miracle Flipper has three effects. The first is that while he's face up on the field, he can be—he's the only thing that can be attacked. So, uh, Dark Ruler can attack twice, but. Um, he uh the first attack goes to miracle flipper it gets destroyed the second effect is that when it gets destroyed it gets summoned again on uh the opponent's side and <laughs> so i was a great line here he's like how does that help you <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a really funny moment because he's like breaking down he's like what the fuck are you doing um you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall right now aren't you <laughs> yeah um but whatever it's fine and uh he's like fuck it whatever i'm attacking again go fuck yourself uh and then using a another trap card um or sorry and an effect uh from another monster that was one of the five that he had to discard yeah uh, necrogardna or something like that i think yeah necrogardna um he's able to uh take the blast of take the blast of the second attack um, and remained unscathed, basically. And he goes, like, thanks to you that Necrogardna was in the graveyard to be able to do that. So, thanks, bud. I forget how the third effect that um, Miracle Flipper has works here. Um, He uses, like, a spell or a trap or something to destroy Miracle Flipper, and then the third effect is that... uh, if it is destroyed by a spell or trap or monster effect, I think it yeah, will destroy okay. uh, a monster on the opponent's side of the field. And since this is one of Sartorius's monsters, and it's all, the fool is only unaffected by Jaden's own spells, traps, and monster effects, it is able to destroy the fool. Right. So now, our, Sartorius cannot control the the coin flips on his own Arcana Force cards, uh, and. On the first coin flip he gets on the Reaper store afterwards, he gets the right side up, which means that he cannot summon, which means that Jaden can summon. So he is able to play uh, Magma Neos. Yeah, and everything starts going to shit for yes. uh, Sayo. Uh, he tra- he Because it's a continuous spell, um, the other card, the um, uh, Sewing of the Fool has to be played every turn and again he can't control it so this time it lands upright again uh which means that sayo has to um discard 
as many cards up to uh, the 4,000 attack. cards. Right, mm-hmm. Just 13 cards, so he gets fucked. Um, and... On that note, I think actually at one point, uh, like a turn or two ago, Jaden is down to one card in his deck. Um, and he does a move at one point to undo that, so he has cards again. But So not right. only was yeah. Jaden dealing with the 4,000 attack point monster, but also he had one card in his deck. Yeah, he plays mm-hmm. Emergency Signal, I think it was. Um, which uh, allows him to t- which allowed him to take five cards, five elemental hero cards from his graveyard and put them back into his deck and then draw two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he now is Magmanios. Magmanios, I don't know if you've seen this guy before, but I love his little ears. He has little mole ears. Uh, that yeah. that's really good. Uh, and he is buffed because for every every single card on the field, he gets a, a an attack point boost. So he is now stronger than the Dark Ruler. He destroys Dark Ruler. But when Dark Ruler is destroyed, it destroys every fucking card on the field, including Magmanios. So everything's dead, and then also Dark Ruler resummons itself at the end of the turn. Yeah, so Sayo's like, fuck it, it'll, like, I'm just gonna b- beat you on my next turn now, and Gita's like, yeah, you're not gonna get a next turn. Yes, because he plays something, he plays some card that lets him summon Neos, and then he just attacks with Neos, uh, and also destroys the dark ruler somehow so he's able to just attack sartorius directly and fucking kill him yeah uh i, th- I think it was magmanios destroyed the dark ruler dark ruler is dead until sayo's oh until the yeah. end phase yeah exactly so he, it's still destroyed at this point yeah so he's able so, to attack directly with neos correct yeah and then uh sayo dies yeah he fucking yeah. dies i sh- oh, i guess i should say his hair uh, throughout the duel, as he gets progressively more sicko, is like sticking up at the back. It's like all flared out. Uh, yeah. As he realizes, oh, I'm about to die, it goes flat again. It just kind goes of a, mode. A, uh, a malik with it. Mm-hmm, a little bit. And yeah, he fucking dies forever and goes to heaven with Mizuchi. Yeah. Yeah, there's a cool uh, effect where there's a bunch of these like darkness bubbles around that literally lift him up into heaven. I'm not sure he's still. I'm not. I'm not an expert. I think maybe he shouldn't go to heaven. <laughs> not, I think, uh, not for us to decide. I guess. I guess <laughs> he's, he's my, fine. He repented in, at the last second. Judas says favorite, something about maybe saving him. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. He's not that's actually dead. That's my favorite part yeah. of it. Is Judas like, I swear I'll save you both. It's like, bro, they're dead. You ain't saving either of them. Yeah, and then. Uh, the building fucking explodes. Bombs, yeah, the bombs <laughs> oh, go off. The, the one thing I most... want to mention. Sorry, the one thing I want to mention before that is just Sayo does have a, go- a good line where he says, "Oh, I was the true fool this whole time." Yeah. Uh, 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 just bring back that. But yes, then the bombs activating my most dangerous trap card. Multiple bombs. <laughs> yes. Uh, have a corp explodes, and that's where we leave leave off until we get uh, like 10 shots of bombs going off (laughs) yeah it goes so many in there boom beep boom just over and over again it's it's pretty funny it's it's at least seven Mm -hmm. and then yeah it just cuts to credits then (laughs) yes just to be clear kaiba has been or kaiba corp has uh declared sartorius public enemy number one uh he will be hunted down and killed again I don't know. Genochi's still out there somewhere. Yeah, I was gonna say. Maybe right. public, public enemy, enemy number, number two. two. Yeah. Uh, one thing I was thinking about this whole duel is so 
just an interesting thing that may or may not have been intended um, is how uh, the fool comes to Jaden's deck and is kind of a dog shit card for Jaden and does nothing but hurt him. And I was wondering how true man would feel about that because a lot of his stuff is about, you know, discarded cards and cards that, you know, not no one believes in, but you get what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's something kind of interesting there. And I'm just thinking that, you know, if he almost feels bad that this card has to be that way, um, I guess what I'm getting at is I'm kind of curious if Mr. T pities the fool. Uh, 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 that's, that's been part um, of green for this week, folks. Uh, let's see. Questions. Find us on Twitter at part of Greencast. Okay, yeah, let's do the question. That was pretty good, Pat. Thank, thank you. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, <laughs> for no, being you're a right. fun sucker. <laughs> you're right. It was also just very... <laughs> It is good and bad. It is equal parts. Since I ended up not not making like a post until like half an hour before recording, we've only got a couple questions from uh, the Discord. Uh, first of all, Goofy and I know it. Sideways Priorities asks: Tying to the incredibly tenuous link, link of Shadow Clones, which Naruto power do you think would be the best in the world of dueling? Uh, have any of us watched Naruto? I have. Um, oh. Okay. No. I think there's someone who you literally uses cards, but they're just like information cards that he has on everyone, Kabuto. Mm -hmm. Um so I don't think that counts. Um I'm gonna say Lee's Taijutsu. I think he should just punch people. <laughs> Enough <laughs> card games. I, I like right. the idea of uh weighted card sleeves. Absolutely, rated dual discs. <laughs> yeah. Sidmon uh asks Birdie Quest versus Truman Show. Do y'all have thoughts on either? Either. I've only watched uh, Truman Show. Birdie I've Quest, only seen great. Birdie Truman Quest. Show, it's all right. Yeah, Pretty Truman Show. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't sad that I watched Truman so Show. I don't think it was revolutionary, but it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. And I think more. More importantly, I do think the Truman Show had like a very significant cultural impact. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> That, so, that is a, it is weird how much I hear Truman Show get referenced. Um, so, like, you know, props for it, for, even for just, like, that much, you know? Yeah, for being, like, a slightly, like, above mediocre movie for how outsized its influence, not maybe not influence, but, like, uh, impact on the cultural psyche has been. I mean, it's, it's a really interesting concept. Oh, um, sure. And I... I think it's like increasingly relevant in the age of reality TV. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. Next question comes from Kubuchi uh, uh, Flagrante, who asks, "How old is Sayo?" Smiley face. Now he's uh, nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna say one year older than he was in season two. I'm pretty sure I said um, he was like forty or thirty or fifty thousand years old in season two. I I I I could go as low as like twenty seven now. He's 19 American years old. How many, how many Japanese years old is he? Don't know. Uh, he got access uh, after the uh, darkness just put a lot of or the light put a lot of years on him and they took them off after so now mm. he's like 20. Hornmeister uh, asks, who is Yuki's dad? Dark a deadbeat, A deadbeat who literally never shows up once in the series. Yeah. Except on the phone with his mother. Oh, I bet Solomon would have some fucking words with that guy. Gore slash Zaku asks, What do you think is the total number of times Kaiba will have to have rebuilt the Kaiba Dome 
before his death. That is permanent death, death, not invasion of the, the Egyptian afterlife death. I'd say at least another eight times. Yeah, I I imagine it probably happens like once every three years. What? Uh, once once for uh, every Yu-Gi-Oh series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. let's see. They're, we're currently on... I think he's dead by the time 5Ds happens. No, he mm. he goes to the afterlife and lives forever. Right, right but this is before he dies. So I guess it'll probably happen at least one more time. I like the idea that uh, for his birthday, when Kaiba's like 80, he blows up the Kaiba Dome 80 times. <laughs> his final moment... The funeral specifically involves uh, blowing up monuments. Listen, uh, you gotta you gotta do something with that stockpile of explosives from your father's terrible legacy. Um, let's see. I think we got another question from Fubuchi Flagrante, and I figure it's like it explains itself well enough. You could just say Max. Yes, uh, from Max, <laughs> uh, Maxi Bajillion. Okay, to bounce off of this and further expand on. On that one time we talked too much about Naruto eye powers and our flagman's death. Of the three main eye powers, Yakugan, which is Batman Detective Mode Vision, Renegon, which is the Avatar State, and Sharingan, which is Hypnosis, Mind Reading, and Copy Powers, which three do you give these specialized to? This is very easy for me, actually. Renegon obviously goes to Judai. Yeah, he's got the elemental heroes. Yeah. I think that goes to him. Byakugan goes to O'Brien. That's yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. Um and uh Sharingan obviously well, I have two answers to that. Uh I, I would say it goes to Sayo. Um but mm-hmm. um I would also say that it goes to the fucking oh god, why can't I remember his Japanese name? Zane. Zane. Rio, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Rio, Rio I'm an Fubuki. idiot. Yeah, yeah. I think we should give one of them to Pegasus. He's still got that missing eye hole. Uh, but he's so <laughs> well. Yeah, he's so specifically not interested in powers. <laughs> yeah, no. he just he's I, just trying to chill. I I think I'd actually give the Biakigan, whatever how that person pronounced to Manjame, just because we do know Manjame is a great detective. So he is a detective canonically. Most yeah, deserving of so. Batman Detective Mode Vision. Fair enough. Let's see. Our last question comes from Kirby the Cleric, who asks, How many of your own Shadow Clones do you think you could take in a fight, considering each clone you punch disappears and drops out of the fight, but you only lose after becoming exhausted? Hmm. Four. So, one punch. I'd probably... Let's see, I used to play Wii Boxing. Uh... Okay, Probably when you do Shadow like, Clone Jutsu, do do the Shadow Clones have, like, decreased power compared to yourself? What are we talking about here? Or are they just as uh, powerful as you? As you? I think I think they're less powerful. Like, they, uh, okay. I think I, I usually see them used as, like, grabbing people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say the Shadow Clones have about 50% efficacy my own, of my own strength, uh, and I just have to land one punch, whereas they, they just keep landing punches on me. I think I could take, like... Probably seventeen or so before before I get knocked out. That's pretty cool. I could take eighteen. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I actually I think I'm thinking about it more. I think I could do nineteen probably. Oh, you know what? You know what? Actually, I think I forgot. You said fifty percent for whatever reason. I thought you said sixty percent. So I could do it. Probably twenty. 
Uh, uh, you know, I've been crunching the numbers just in the last few seconds since you started talking. I'm going to revise my number to like 2 million. Oh, damn it. I could only do like 500 million. Oh, uh, fuck. Well, you know what? I can't beat that. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's, that, that- what's that fucking, um, the Scott Steiner meme? Oh, see, uh, see they yeah. say all Scott men are created math. equal, but you yeah. look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally when you go one-on-one <laughs> with another wrestler, oh, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But me, but see, I'm, I'm a, a genetic, genetic freak, freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% chance at best of beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your odds drastically go down. Uh, but then at the three-way at Sacrifice, you got a 33 and the third chance of winning. Uh, but uh, I on. got a 66 and two-third chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33rd and one-third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and one-third chance of winning at Sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one and then add 66 two, and two-thirds percent. I got a 141 and two-third chance of winning at Sacrifice. Senor Joe, the numbers don't lie. They spell disaster for you at Sacrifice. That's that's me and my, uh, my Shadow Clones. Yeah. Thank you, Scott Steiner. Right. Thank you, Scott Steiner. I say this every oh. every night. Wake up every morning. I do the moves alongside him. <laughs> do the math alongside him. Uh, so yeah, that's our questions, and that's been Pot of Greed. Uh, Pat... Would you like to plug anything for for the uh, graceful listeners, grateful listeners uh, at home? Sure. So I, uh, in my spare time, have been working on some tabletop game development stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find some information about that at warmshadegames.tumblr.com. Um, that has the the two things that I'm currently working on. Scars the Limit, which is a uh, card game for a Nano Remo uh, Rebel project about game development. And Candy Valley, a Powered by the Apocalypse game that I've been working on for a little over a year now. Um, and I'm that's, very excited for both of those. That sounds uh, sick. I love PBTA. It's it's a yeah. good system. Um, you can also go to cohost.org slash goodbadbrawl to find the page for The Good, The Bad, and The Brawl, a podcast that I will soon be starting with a friend where we will be watching There Will Be Brawl, the 2009 Ser- uh, internet series that's really good and has definitely aged well. Um, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I am more familiar with it than I should be. My friend has not uh, seen it ever, and so we're excited to be starting that sometime soon. Um, so you can keep an eye out. Again, that's uh, cohost.org/goodbadbrawl. Um, and I know Dan, we had talked about you're probably going to guest about that at some point. Oh, now that we're actually. Now, now that this is actually happening, because it's been in the works uh, for a while. I'm so glad it's finally going to happen. Uh, see. Uh, and that's it for me. All right. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at biggerchallenge.card.co. Uh, we, you can specifically find all my fun little podcasts I do, which include the Sonic Shuffle, a Sonic podcast. Uh, we are recording just after this recording, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Necklace Chaotix, and then will be our 100th episode special, uh, which I'll, I'll leave a surprise for now. Uh, you can listen to 
uh, Video Games, the movie, the podcast, a uh, video game movie review podcast I do with my friend Maxie. Uh, last month, we brought on Emery to talk about uh, Pokemon, the first movie. Uh, and uh, our next movie is going to be uh, Professor Layton in the Eternal Diva, a very Ghibli-esque uh, Professor Layton movie. It's got puzzle solving in it. Uh, uh, you can also listen to me on Wow, Cool Robot, a Gundam podcast. Uh, uh, I am on for the uh, season where we talk about uh, uh, Gundam Build Fighters. Uh, I am joint. I am doing that alongside uh, uh, Max and Gunpla expert uh, Yuria. Uh, I'm still pretty new to this stuff, but I am having a hell of a time. It's a good show. Uh, and last but not least, at Xbox underscore holiday, Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, today is actually, uh, Dick Dorkin's anniversary. You know, it's been nine years since, uh, Richard Dawkins said that Osama Bin Laden is one in the airports of the world, uh, and had a little jar of honey confiscated from him. Happy anniversary. Hmm. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, Argyle, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It is called KMRO FM, aka Kamarocho Radio. I host it with friend of the show, Jordan. We're on a little bit of a hiatus at the moment because uh, I'm lazy and I haven't assigned a side quest to talk about. Sorry. We'll get to side at some point. Audrey and Elliot will be on for that. Get high if I maybe. Uh, Audrey, popcorn. Uh, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime. That's my funny robot internet joke. If you'd like to hear more about that, you should listen to the other podcast I do with friend of the show Nero called Prime Cuts, which is about Transformers. We don't have a new episode coming out this week, and by the time this ep- this episode that we are currently recording right now uh, is heard, this will have passed. But tomorrow and a day after, you should join our Discord to watch the extremely good, critically acclaimed movie, Revenge of the Fallen. Uh, which we will be streaming between seasons tomorrow before we step into um, our new season covering uh, G1 season one. Um, Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, Also, (laughs) (laughs) so bad. Um, uh, We love having fun here, folks. Um, I'm not going to be there tomorrow night. I'm going to be at Film Red. Um, Right. (laughs) But I will be there on Saturday. Um, you should also uh, keep an eye out for a new project that I'm starting over at Moonshot with a good friend of mine um, that I will talk about more when we have our first episode launched there. Um, so that's it. Uh, you can't find that at Moonshot, but uh, this at Moonshot, but you can find it at Noise Space Network, which you can find at noisespace.xyz. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff there, um, including many of the <laughs> podcasts that were just mentioned. Um, from Dan Argyle and myself. Um, you can also give those all listen. You can also support us um, by joining our Patreon. Um, we already shouted out some of our uh, supporters, our $10 supporters in the middle of the episode. But right now I want to give a shout out to our $5 supporters who are Colton Crow, Emery, Joelle Thomas, Riley Hopkins, and... Shadow Sandback? Who's that? I don't. I know. I know them. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, em- Emery. Yeah, Emery's a friend of mine. Oh great. great. Okay. <laughs> don't know uh, the rest of those people. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, so just like Pat here, you can join us uh, and uh, we shout your name out at the end of the episode. If you join us at the $10 level, we shout your name out in the middle of the episode. You also get like really cool stuff from us, um, like in a physical package. So uh, consider doing that. Um, I think that's it. Um, so I'm going to, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, uh, uh, lay myself face down and ascend to heaven. Damn it. That was like word for word what I was going to say. God damn. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> That's what you get for not doing the patrons. <laughs> no. Uh, I set myself I'll... face down and uh, die in a car fire. <laughs> uh, I set myself face down and slipped myself into your podcast without you noticing. Don't, don't worry about it. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I set myself face down and delete my daddy. Beat. Beach. <laughs>